Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. All right, we're still on track and I'm still splitting my discussion with Jason Scott because it was a great discussion. And today you'll hear us talking about the ego versus team thinking. So what do you notice about when you are involved with your team, whether your own way and approach and bias gets in the road of working strongly with the team. Let's dive into the discussion with Jason. And so we're back to talking about individual, yes, individual ego versus the collective team thinking of the knowledge and information and insight that's available in, in a team, a group of people with the knowledge, the IQ, the information to be able to share in, yeah. Like management has a tendency by its very nature to be narrow, both in execution and in thought. Le- a leader's job, like in the example that you gave, is to explore the possibilities with the mm. team. Yep. And so you, you had an issue and you brought it to the team and you said, let's explore the possibilities. You probably had an opinion because uh, we all have opinions. You're a smart, capable person. Nobody's gonna be a manager or an executive without an opinion. Um, but you were able to overcome your confirmation bias, which is our wiring to reject uh, anything that conflicts with one of our preconceived beliefs. And, and ultimately, as a leader, you have to be able to do that because you have an opinion, but there's several ways to solve a problem. So if you want to drive your opinion down the team's throat, now you're being a boss. So you really have to be willing to explore the possibilities and allow them truly to come up with a roadmap or a solution that looks nothing like what you would have asked for Uh or you would have done. Um, And your job really is to explore the possibilities and challenge for the sake of value creation. Mm -hmm. So how will that work? How will we get that result? Ultimately, until you as a collective team all feel good about how you were going to get there, regardless of how you walked into the meeting thinking. Absolutely. And that's hard. Yeah. Because of confirmation bias. Like I think that's something else that leaders really need to study and understand um, and, and in order to overcome it, because if you don't know that you're wired to push back on anything that conflicts with a preconceived belief or notion, you're not going to catch yourself doing it. And you're going to, and you're going to get stuck using your authority and being a boss. Right. And that doesn't deliver good team outcome. It doesn't. And right. in, in, especially in the project world, you're going to continue to have failed projects because the, it, it just, it doesn't work. It, it really doesn't work. So I want to explore this concept that Jason brought up a bit more that he called confirmation bias. And as he explained it, it's your own set of beliefs and ideas that you take into situations with your team. And he was talking about meetings is a good example. And and this is so very, very true of my own experience and and, um, what I've seen and watched with project managers. So do you notice that Oftentimes when you have meetings with your team, whether it's about an issue, whether it's about a risk, whether it's about a project update meeting, whatever meeting it is when when the group gets together, 
you have already a preconceived idea about what it is that should be achieved, how it should be achieved, what's going to be done, who's going to do what. You walk in with that preconceived notion, that set of beliefs, the set of ideas before you've even listened to any of the ideas or information provided by the rest of your team. And this is what Jason spoke about in terms of openness and opportunity, because the only way to know what's available as opportunity is to be open to listening, really listening to the rest of your team members, what to what they have to say. You might not agree with it. A lot of the time, it, it's probably going to be the case. And yet, it doesn't mean that what they're saying or what they're looking or thinking, considering doing or the options that they're putting forward are necessarily not viable, impossible, won't work, stupid, all of the things that you might be thinking in your mind in that moment, it does not mean that at all. And this is where your ability to be able to notice your own biases, the frames of reference that you take into any of the meetings or situations that come up with your team, the approach that you have, whether you tend to have a standard approach to the way things should be dealt with, these are all things that lock you into rigidity and rigid thinking. And that doesn't support successful project outcome. And it doesn't also doesn't support positive teamwork and a positive team culture. Because the only way that the team is going to want to come on board with you is if they feel that you are open to listening to them, to hearing what they have to say, to considering the sorts of things and approaches that they're going to bring to the table. That will help impact and create a positive culture on your project. So it might be valuable to begin to become aware of your own biases, the biases that you take into any situation that you have with your project team. Become aware of them. Start to notice the fixed and rigid approaches that you have and then let go a little and begin to be more open and begin to pay attention and listen to what your team members have to say. Ask them for their input. Really get them involved and create that team. Because after all, the only way that you are going to successfully deliver your project is with a project team. You cannot do it alone. And you need to remember that first and foremost. So consider this bias, a biased way of looking at things whenever you are tackling anything to do with your project. And if your project is looking like failing, then you need to be even more paying attention to what's going on and what's creating this sense of I rather than team, because it's not effective in any way, shape or form. All right, that's it for this week's Project Management Insight. I look forward to talking to you again next week for another episode. And we're probably going to be jumping a little bit into project failure because that's the next piece of my conversation with Jason. We will be doing some further podcasts on the um, specifics of failure. But this great conversation that I had with Jason has just proved really, really invaluable in terms of the different things that we've talked about and how to support you to be a better project leader in the long term. Till next week, happy project managing. 
Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training. Thank you.